Hi, it's Tina Brinkley Potts, and I am so excited to be bringing you day nine, which is called Expanding Your Cup. Um, I am so excited. I want to thank you um, from the bottom of my heart to participating in this challenge. Um, you know, I'm I'm just so grateful and thankful that people really want to hear what I have to say. Um, I know it works for me. I know it's worked for a lot of other people. I know people who are on this journey right now who are finding different changes in their life. And while we're doing 30 days, technically, when you start doing these acts, it really takes less than an hour per day to really affect a change in your life. And so I'm so excited to bring these to you. Um, today is about expanding your cup. Um, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, you want there's nine episodes you definitely want to listen to because this is day nine. So there was the introduction to the Ignite 30-Day Prosperity Challenge, and then there's every day after that. This is day nine. If you start today, you're going to be starting in the middle. So let's get started. Um, in yesterday's episode, I told you about how we're going to change that number. So I wanted you to start playing with what if in the next week I could um, raise an additional $1,000 or $50 or whatever it is, whatever it is for you, whatever you can actually believe that you can do. It was really funny. Um, I, in, in, during my retreats, before um, I before they leave, before the, the participants of my retreat leave, I teach them or I tell them about a time when I got a, one check for $50,000. And so I, I tell this story and I tell it because I want people to have a reference of what it feels like to have a check in your hand for $50,000 and it be all yours no one else's. And so it was the first time I've ever had a check in my hand that belonged to me for $50,000. And um, I'm actually not going to describe it here. I'm going to just use one of my, um, one of the, uh, the retreats and I'm going to just add it in here. And then you can kind of listen to as I'm telling all of the ladies that were at the last retreat this story. But the reason I tell you this story is because if you know what it feels like to get something, then it has to come. And so technically, most of the time, what we are practicing is we're practicing what we don't want, right? Um, and there's a lot of things that go into this. So there's there's the thing called muscle memory. And if you've ever played, you know, any type of sports for any duration of time and had a coach, you know, this is why you it's the repetitive movement. If you repeat it enough and you practice it, then it becomes second nature. Well, that is everything. Um, we've learned that your body can pretty much regenerate itself completely within six months. So this is how a lot of people are healing things like cancer because what they know is if they give themselves um, you know extreme nutrition like by juicing and all of that kind of stuff for like six months that those cells regenerate themselves um, 
we know this with uh, ballerinas. We know this with playing basketball because, you know, if you shoot that jump shot, once you figure out the one that goes down, if you just keep repeating that motion and you just keep doing it, the likelihood of you being able to repeat it goes up drastically. And so, um, except for Shaq, I don't know why he couldn't get those uh, foul shots right. But anyway, um, it is it 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 is science behind it. Muscle memory. Um, a singer. They learn their position. How much air they 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 bring in to to expel out. Um, um, just so many things. And so that's the thing, you know, with exercising and everything, right? Once you start working the muscle, once you start working the muscle, that it can continue to do that. So you want to start working the muscle of your prosperity. And you can start by working the muscle in your mind first. And then if you continue to work it in your mind, then it can come out into your existence. Because what's going on in the inner must show out on the outer. And so, um, again, I don't want to tell the story. I'd rather just, uh, uh, splice in the audio from that particular time. Uh, I think you will enjoy it. So what I want you to do is visualize or think back to the time you've had the biggest amount of money that you had. So like this was the first time that I had held a check for $50,000 of my own. I had just helped take a company public. Um, and, um, I mean, you know, for me, it was like, um, it was just like one of those moments and, um, I can't wait for you to listen to it. Go into the group. Let me know what you thought and tell me about the biggest check you ever held in your life. And the greatest thing about this particular time that I told the story, there was someone else in the room who realized how much money in that moment that she had been in control of. And so you'll be able to hear her talk about, um, her income too, and, you know, really expanding her cup back to this bigger time. And one more thing, this is so important. This is why when millionaires lose it all, that they can find their way back to millions again, simply because of this muscle memory. Because if your cup has already expanded and you have room in your cup for this amount of money, you can always fill it back up. And so if you haven't yet, please use my story. Please go there with me. Visualize everything that I'm saying so that you can expand your cup to $50,000. And you can do that right here in this moment just by listening to this story and by playing the story over and over and over again and then visualizing you being there as you're sitting in front of your boss and he's giving you a check. So I hope you enjoy the story and I can't hear, wait to hear what you think. I'll talk to you soon. And so I'm going to teach you or... It's gone. We've yeah. moved it. Ding, 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 ding. Wait. What's that mean? Like brown? Fonda? What? Message received. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> no, it's gone now. No, ding, ding means right it's on the nose. Oh, right, yes, right, you right. got it right on the nose. <laughs> it's gone now. Yeah, so, and this is, this, this fun exercise is really going to make it that even, like, go to move. 
So what I want everyone to do is you all are going to have a several thousand dollar month, okay? And so I'm just going to use a, real, a round figure like a $20,000 month. And so that's what's going to happen for everybody in the next 30 days. And the reason it's going to happen is because you're going to remember how it feels to have $20,000. Okay. So I'm going to tell you the first time that I had $50,000 all at one time. You saw it. You felt it. It was in your hand. Okay. So I had just finished taking the company public. I did all of the work. The owners did not tell the employees because, you know, when you know a company's being sold, you start panicking, thinking you're going to lose your job and this, that, and the other. So, of course, no one could know that they were selling the company except for me. So, I ended up doing my full-time job, which I already worked like 80 hours a week, plus doing all of the due diligence to take a company public. And so due diligence just means I was responsible for all of the accounting, every, every piece of paper that had to go to all of these people who were vetting to buy this company had to come from me. It had to be top secret. No one could know what I was doing. I mean, so this was the whole thing. So after it was over, right, now I had just gotten these fools, um, 4.3 times EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. So with that being a, um, they were a $20 million a year in sales company at that point, $24 million, and um, took them from 8 to 24 during my tenure there. And then, um, um, you know, let's say, now when you're a family-owned business, you kind of write off stuff that, Maybe you shouldn't. Right. Yeah, right. That's really, you know, you know, you kind of, you, you kind of a little loose with the expenses, like, like so. One of my bosses, right, was like, like a bachelor, a millionaire bachelor, right? Uh, okay. And so, like, she <laughs> like you know, like stripper clubs. You had to, he had to sell a pole. Right. <laughs> like, so, like, all of the food and beverages and everything would get written off for sales immediately. I'm just saying. So, when you do, when you've been doing this for like 20 years, right? When you are positioning so a company can buy you, you now have to start disclosing that stuff because you want to sell at the highest amount of money, even though you've been doing the least tax method all of your life. Two different ball games. Okay, so. In all of this, I had to do that too. So just, I slept maybe two hours a day. Um, but all of this was over now. They got a lot of money. So they ended up with around $20 million for this company um, between two brothers. Wow. And they ended up with some contingency things that if after the first year they sold, if they hit the targets and this, that, and the other, they would get another $2 million. So, of course, I had to stay for the first year. I wasn't going to stay. I wanted to go ahead and move on, but couldn't. Mm -hmm. So I had to stay for the first year after it was sold and all of that. And so, again, I'm still this kid who doesn't understand how to really ask for what you want, Right. 
I, I, I'm thinking because I work hard, you're just supposed to give it to me. Now, I have already asked for raises. I've walked out. I made them come to my house to come get me. I mean, literally, um, I, I was the stubborn, you want me to work for you and you won't pay me? You, you paying me peanuts? And so, like, I mean, they came to my house begging me to come back. I mean, all of this kind of stuff. Are these but, the people who found you at Disney World when they didn't know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they still, I still, I still, even though I was learning to ask for what I want, I still didn't know how to ask for what I want. So this was over. And now it's like we're all breathing a sigh of relief. And so it was funny. I remember this day, like it was yesterday, my boss calls me in his office. And he says... You know, you did a lot of work. And I'm like, duh. I mean, you know, I, I am the same now as I was then. You know, if he said anything again, it was a white, balding Italian man. And, like, he would have his ways, and I would tell him why his ways were wrong. Didn't care. And so, you know, when I walk in the There, he was like, you know, you did a lot of work. I'm like, you finally fucking realizing that? <laughs> and, and, and he was like, you know, we just thought that you should have something of your own. And so he was like, he handed me tickets to, you know, because he knew I wasn't going to go without my kids. So he handed me an old another trip to Disney World, right? So he gave me that. And so I thought that was it. My eyes are glowing. I am like ready to jump for joy because me and my kids go. And you know, it's just like after, right, right, right. It's just like after the Super Bowl when the MVP, yes. right, standing there and he's looking in the camera. He's going, "We're going to Disney World." That's how I felt in that moment. Uh -huh. But then, yeah. but then Sharon walks in, and Sharon is the payroll person. And you know, so they had the big company that we sold, but they had ten other companies, and of course. I know they can't give me money out of the big company they just sold because now you got to disclose it because we're a publicly traded company now, blah, 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 blah. And so Sharon walks in and, you know, she's got this little grin on her face and she's kind of handing him something. And, you know, he's sitting there and he's got his eyeglasses down and he's looking at me through the glasses and everything. <laughs> and so then he pulls out his little special pen because, you know, he has a little calligraphy pen. He's a lawyer, okay? So... Every I is always dotted and every T is always crossed. And technically, this man probably taught me like 75% of what I know. He was one of those kind of people that I would come in there and he would go, Oh, how are, um, what's my, you know, how much money did we make today? And so I would go, Oh, around 100000 or whatever. And then he would go, Okay, well, how much was that was in block sales? So then I would be like, and I have to go back to my office and I have to come back and say, oh, 20,000 of that was in block sales, right? So then after a while, I'm like, you can't beat me, okay? So I would go and now I'm coming prepared. Oh, so now he's going to ask me how much of it was in. So I would come prepared with knowing if we made $100,000 a day and I would be able to split it. Damn it, I don't care what I came prepared with the next time. He would always ask another question that I didn't know.
So literally, this is why I can pretty much recite any freaking thing right now because he would always ask me questions and I always felt like he was trying to beat me and I didn't like that he could beat me. So I, you know, I was like, you're not smarter than me. And then he was like, you're not smarter than me. And so this is, I mean, wow. this is literally what we did, okay? So it was like a challenge, right? So now he's sitting there with his nice little calligraphy pen, you know, that he has practiced his signature for so long and so he's sitting there and he's writing and I'm thinking he's still just BSing with me that he just wants me to sit in his office like I don't have another damn thing to do but sit here and talk to him and so what he did is he literally sat there and he wrote me a check and he said here this is for you and so when I looked and I saw a check that had five zero 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 Point zero zero. I, I know that's right. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I'm holding a fifty thousand dollar check in my hand, and it's mine. All mine. I get to do whatever I want. How am I going to spend this money? Am I going to spend this money? Am I just going to put it into my checking account? Oh, wait a minute. My checking account right now has got about $7,000 in it. It just grew by $50,000. Am I going to invest it? Oh, I can invest it. Oh, oh no. I'm going to go buy this car. Oh, no. I really don't want a car. But I spent that money over and over and over again. And do you want to know that I did not cash that check for a week? And for that whole week, I spent that money a hundred different ways, and I never cashed the check. Mm -hmm. So every so today, each one of you are going to write yourself a check. I already have two in my wallet now. As I open them, okay. you have two in your wallet. I have one. And so you're going to write yourself a check, even if you have to do it on a plain piece of paper. But you're going to write yourself a check. I think I need help with something. But it's like a Debbie Downer type of a thing. Do you, is it okay? Yeah, it's okay. About 10 years ago, um, maybe not even 10 years, like eight years ago, mm -hmm. Greg sold um, some patents that he had worked on for years at our old company. Mm -hmm. The company owned the patents, but he was the inventor of them. And we had all worked very hard. But by this time, there was no company left. And the underlying IP, for lack of anything else, came to us. Mm -hmm. And we sold um, these patents for a quarter million dollars. Mm -hmm. And so I put a check in my bank account of two, for $250,000. Mm -hmm. And as that money came in, I began to be upset about it. This, we, we were going to take our agent who managed this and the attorney who brokered the deal to dinner, and they wanted to go to, um, uh, I forget the name, it's the, it's Nobu, uh, Nobu Matsuhisa, it's, so it's Matsuhisa's in um, LA, which is the top sushi restaurant in probably the country, right? And um, we couldn't set it up for a week from now, or two weeks from now, we could only set it up for the next night. And dinner for the four of us was like $600. And as I paid with credit cards, my brain went, 
okay, there's $600 gone already. You haven't even had a chance to really experience this. And we had been in a famine, famine, famine situation with money for probably two years prior to this. So there, there, it was a huge thing. But I got responsible for all the money. And we, as we spent it, he never paid any attention to it because at that time he never paid any attention to money. And basically within like a few months we were down to like $50,000. And I said to him, listen, we're, you know, $50,000 is all that's left. And he looked at me like I was out of my mind. And he said, you know, what did you do with all the money? And as you're talking about this, this is all coming up for me. And my brain is going, you you're not even with this person anymore. You do not have to experience all this stuff over again, but I just kind of want to barf a little bit. And I'm just being honest with you no, because I, I... The closer I... Okay, yeah. We're getting ready to change your cup. Man, is your cup so big. You've held a $250,000 check in your hand. How many people in the world have held a $250,000 check in their hand and it was for them? You are in the top 2%. You know what it feels like to get $250,000? You know what it feels like to eat in the top sushi restaurant in the country. You know what it feels like for people to broker deals for you that are worth a quarter of a million dollars. You're getting ready to be famous. Oh, sorry. You are famous. You're going around the country. People are paying you to speak. Your honey is booking you now. And they just want to hand you checks that have a lot of zeros on it. And you don't have to guess what that feels like. You've already experienced having a $250,000 check in your hand. You've experienced being in Time Magazine. You've experienced being interviewed by Good Morning America. Now hold that thought. When the reporter came in to talk to you, did they come by phone or did they come in person? By phone. What so did it? USA Today came on one of my Eat, Pray, Love tours and, 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 and spent two oh, days with me. We forgot. USA Today. <laughs> Let's leave everybody else alone because USA Today came in person and spent two full days with you on one of your tours. You were one of the people that had the original Eat, Pray, Love tours before Eat, Pray, Love was a movie. You, you already know what this feels like. So if we make this the dominant feeling, it brings more from this. 
every time you go somewhere, you have paparazzi following you. Oh my God, they want to know who you are. Because you be red goddess. You light up the room. What does it feel like to hold a... Because everybody else in the room wants to know. Hell, I want to know. What does it feel like to get a check for $250,000? Do you want to know about the one I got for $925,000? We're having an Aisha moment. <laughs> okay. I already did. It's out. It's draining. It, that, my take out the bacon. Wait. Take out more bacon. You know, you know, you bring on the bacon store. I bring on the bacon. I'm telling you. Right up in the pan. <laughs> when, when Hyperbole Studios, my company, was making the interactive X-Files game, which was what we did, um, it, it was a $5 million project, and during the filming portion one week, the check was $925,000 and it came into it came to the company, not to me personally, but I, you know, I was the president of the company. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. close your eyes. I'm closing them too. telling myself this bullshit story for a long time that I didn't know how to manage money because sometimes money comes and sometimes money goes and but I've always had a budget I've always paid my bills I've always handled the money I've handled the money for companies and I handled that one week a million dollars in revenue and dispersed it exactly where it was supposed to go because there were 200 people counting on me that week so I, you know, Do you, I, that's not so, my story anymore. So, 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 what is your story? My story is I'm married to money, yeah. and money is my partner, and I am very good with money. I am very good at handling money. I am very good at at earning money. You know, it, it, we had what, such. What does it feel like? Close your eyes. That. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. So, what does it feel like? To pick up a check for your company, and it's over nine hundred thousand dollars. Well, I framed it. <laughs> it, it feels, so frame it now. It feels really frame powerful. it now. This isn't back then. This is now. Yeah. Frame well, it. when you said two hundred fifty thousand dollars, I saw myself speaking to an audience, and then afterwards, I saw them hand me the check, and the check had two. Zero 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 point zero zero, and I said, "Ah, oh, that one time, that check, and this is just for one day, and I'm getting almost that same amount of money, and that's just so huge." So, I can see that. I can see that this is easy, and I can see that it belongs to me. This is my other new mantra. I get paid to be me. I get paid to be me. Yeah. So, everybody, write your check. And
you don't need it in your account right now because your account got some money in it. But you are like, I am, what am I going to buy with this? Oh, I'm buying me a car. Oh, you know, now I don't want a car right now. Oh, I'm getting ready to go buy that hot dress. Spend that money over and over and over again because it's, it's the flow. It's the energy of it. The world, the energy does not know if it happened before, if it happened in the future, because you're thinking of it right now. And so, write the check. And as you can see, there is real energy behind me holding my $50,000 check. So I, so, the, so this is not an exercise of, um, you know, a, a lot of times when people give these exercises, right, and we talk about affirmations and everything, we halfway do it. We don't allow ourselves to be fully in that moment. We don't allow ourselves to... Um, we just we we want to we want to be able to say we did it we did it now what? But you gotta be here, and you gotta you gotta you gotta know that feeling that you have your whatever that number is. But just make sure it's got some zeros behind it. Do we write who gave it to us? Who gave it to us? You could. But you don't need to limit anything. You just know that that check says Deanna Cochran, $20,000 or whatever your number is. You could say the universe. You could, Yeah, you could say the universe. And so luck has had it that you've listened to two different people talk about you know, you know, there's nothing, so you no know, such thing as luck, right? But you guys have heard two different people right now talk about getting big money. Again, I'm a kid from the projects. I may, may generate it more in a year than my dad generated in his whole life. And he worked at the best job that... Dover, Delaware had to offer. So how do you expand your cup? How do you attract the money? How do you make it real? By just filling it. Knowing that it's possible. Knowing that you're ready. 